the 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 jokes on me. I got up early and talked sports with these guys already. So so this is round two <laughs> for me today. I'll tell you guys this: this afternoon I am going to be in a deer stand, and I will be sending out massive pics of this deer that I'm hoping to get in my one trip to the stand this weekend. You you do any deer hunting, Morgan? You look like a deer hunter to me. No, but my dad does. That's I, I feel like Morgan's more of a big game, like, you know, big grizzly bears or something. Right? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Your dad got a doe the other day, he called me. Oh, uh, it was a buck, actually. Oh, it was a buck? Yeah. Nice. Uh, he sent me lots of pictures of it. <laughs> did, you, did you show them to all your friends and celebrate it around campus? No. Say my dad's out there fighting inflation every morning. We're out there fighting inflation. (laughs) No, I shit you not. This is the first year that I'm looking at deer hunting as something other than recreational. This is Brandon's America. You got to go out and kill your own food now. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. They do a lot for us in the battle of the search engine. You'd be shocked at the sheer number of sports podcasts in existence, not to mention the large number that come into existence every day. It's not easy staying up there in the searches and suggestions. You need real people like yourselves to supply five-star reviews as proof we're worth suggesting. Reviews like this one from Len Estrada, who says... Love this show already. Well, shit, Len, we love you too. I assume Len just started listening for the first time and immediately was like, oh my God, this is the greatest recording I've ever heard in my life. I must do my part to ensure its longevity. That could be a slightly dramatized version of what actually happened, but I bet the enthusiasm was exactly the same. Five-star reviews aside, let's do some introductions. Chris is over there running things per usual. Coach joins us as well. He's looking to get out to the deer stand. So we got to keep this about an hour and we have company uh, shaking up the rotation today. We have Jordan from Truth Serum. You'll find his stuff on PatriotSportsNow.com and he'll be on other pods with us as well. We also have our young upstart collegiate correspondent, Morgan Jones. She's going to be doing some content for us too. Morgan, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you go to school, what you're interested in, uh, what you're all about. Uh, Yeah, I'm a junior here at Briarcliff University. I'm on the softball team. I'm a pitcher. And I'm going into sports information, just like sports broadcasting, and just trying to find any way to have some fun. That's what we're all about. We just want to figure out how to talk about sports, have fun, and trick somebody into paying us for it. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page here. <laughs> Morgan, uh, um, Morgan, I got you a go, question. Coach. Are you... Are you uh... I would, I would just think real quick that you are a pretty, um, pretty, pretty busy person around campus. There, uh, do you have a, a a young young man that that talks to you on a regular basis? Because if not, I've got a young man that lives in my house that needs a uh, how we say um, some kind of positive, some positive uh, reinforcement, and he he would he would 
benefit from your expert tutelage? Also a pitcher. Also a pitcher. Mm. Uh, I do. Okay. Okay. Well, that ever goes bad. You keep my number and hit me up. I've got a young man. He's ugly as a mud fence, but man, let me tell you, he is pretty funny every now and then. So you let me know. Uh, he's got a strong hair game and a pencil thin mustache, but he, uh, he does throw it pretty good. So you let me know you ever, uh, get back in the market for a, uh, you know, a new ish, uh, newish uh, model. I've, I've, I've got Financing you one down available. Here. We call him the prodigy, Morgan. He, he is <laughs> yeah. a sports uh, almanac, a walking sports I'll tell, almanac. I'll tell you a quick little, a fast story. We were down at uh, Jack Stacks in Kansas City. This kid's eight years old, so he still gets the little menu with the crayons and and gets to draw on the ma- he flips that some bitch over to a blank <laughs> canvas and literally <laughs> writes down every single NCAA junior senior that is coming out in the draft that year and then starred them boomer bust and let me tell you he was right and he did that he didn't have no phone that was all right up here yep. so ever since then i've called him the prodigy <laughs> he's a that's good kid. good kid he just needs a little guidance and you know, I just sorry to take the opportunity, yeah. but you look like a a young young lovely that would you know really benefit him. And I'm trying to, as 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 a father, I would be doing a disservice if I didn't you guide would. him in the right direction. And he's also shopping colleges, and uh, you know, he's got a a champagne. He's taste not opposed on a to letting budget. a young lady dictate where he goes. It sounds oh, like. he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he seems to be influenced quite regularly. So I thought that maybe, uh, you know, we could throw some shade on the right side of things. Anyhow, let me know if that deal ever goes south. You got a plan B right here. <laughs> we'll see. Jordan, what's uh, what's going on over at Truth Serum? You got your breadwinners and bedshitters article that we put out on PatriotSportsNow.com. That was a great week, article, is, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah, and the roundtable article, which is a great original idea. You get contributors from four or five different websites, organizations to answer the same questions, and then you put all those answers, compile them into an article. Both of them really long form articles. A how do you find the time to do that shit? And uh, B, just give us a summary of truth serum. Let the people know what's going on over there. First of all, the uh, the time to do it is the literally the billion dollar question. Uh, I, I I want to do more, but between the uh, podcast and uh, the couple articles I do write, it's you know it's tough. It's tough to find a time to do it while being a, you know, a full-time employee and uh, most importantly, a full-time, you know, dad and husband. So uh, it's a lot, but uh, I'm going to continue to ramp up. And I, I have some uh, stuff in the works with uh, some of my guys over there, but uh, uh, true serum football, we are not your uh, everyday cookie cutter uh <coughs> fantasy football podcast ultimately we are uh real similar to you guys just uh looking to have a, a good time have some fun and uh, talk a little sports while we do it so come check us out not a bad way to go through life talking sports having fun i don't know how fun this is gonna be um qatar gets the world cup this time and i remember hearing stories about the the stadium they're building over there and you know half the workers tipping over dead and basically no no issues with that. Um, now they're going to, the headline here is, overserved fans at the Qatar World Cup will be sent to drunk tanks. That just sounds 
scary to me will be sent to. That sounds like life in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Qatar's World Cup chief Nasser El Qatar said fans who have been drinking excessively at the tournament will be sent to designated areas to sober up. <laughs> designated um, areas. Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol regulations in Qatar have been heavily scrutinized in the lead up to the tournament. The country normally only serves alcohol in hotels, restaurants, and bars that have licenses. A rule that is restrictive compared to most of the world, but is actually pretty liberal for the Middle East. Um, for the World Cup, they're going to relax those laws a little bit. Um, they're going to have essentially tents. Um, relax the felt, laws. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we should uh, really chime in and ask Brittany Griner how that works when you when you mess up in a foreign country. Who? No, we forgot about her until the midterms. She's not. We, we didn't get her out, so I guess she's not important anymore. I haven't heard a word about Brittany Griner. We'll see. Weeks. We'll see her when the big election comes in two years. LeBron even stopped talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Well, this, this, this alcohol, they say, um, alcohol is available in Qatar. It's more limited than maybe other countries in the world, whether it's in Europe or the U.S., but it will be more available in designated zones in Qatar. We have it in designated zones, as we have promised from day one. As we have promised from day, I don't like the sound of that either. That then I looked into their relaxed alcohol regulations, <laughs> and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, so many soccer fans are about to be dead and imprisoned, dude. Whoa. There's no way they can survive this draconian minefield of these rules and restrictions. They're expecting 1.3 million fans to be there. Normally, they only sell alcohol in restaurants and bars, but they're making exceptions. Um, Supplied by World Cup sponsor Budweiser, alcoholic yes. beer yes. will be available in designated areas within stadiums before and after games. Somebody Those sales at the marketing games, department at Budweiser got that right. Though so it's it's alcoholic beer before the game, non-alcoholic beer during the game, alcoholic beer available again after the game. Zero, why are they doing that? What that that is the the epitome of a soccer fan is drunk and loud. Yeah, and scarved. I think. I think yeah. they wear scarves. Hey, yeah. this this is a this is an old farm plan that I've seen from back in the day. We set up a bunch of cattle panels and put a trough in the end of it. <laughs> you got yourself a ready-made stock tank full of beer, and you just get after it. You you funnel them all in. The problem is you only have to deal with the ones that spill out. I'm sure Morgan has seen this a million times up at up at Iowa. There, they 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 have these makeshift. Uh, you know, bars that they throw up every now and then. Tumbleweeds does it every weekend. They call it a uh, genius, but you know they're making money hand over fist. I, I don't know about the non-alcoholic stuff, but I, I just think <laughs> that's a marketing plan, man. That hey, we'll set up a bunch of troughs and cattle panels and call it a, a designated area. <laughs> designated area, yeah. You're not gonna be allowed to take any alcohol to your seat. Um, though the rules around alcohol at the world cup will be much stricter than past tournaments. They do represent a compromise for the Muslim majority Qatar drinking in public can sometimes lead to a six month prison sentence or $800 fine. But ESPN said those rules are unlikely to be strictly applied. Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. You, oh. you can be thrown in prison for six months, but they're, they're, they're unlikely to strictly apply it in. No. 
<laughs> no, Gentlemen, you're not coming is... home, dude. Have you ever seen, uh, what's that, Midnight Express? That's this is just window dressing, man. Smacked, dude. Obviously, they'd never heard of a thing called a boot flask that's plastic. You're not wanding that. and You can get that through anything. I mean, I don't mean to sound like the redneck, but I've lived a couple of days. And, you know, I mean, we this is straight 1996 Sticks concert, man. You just... You just get the old plastic flask and you roll right through. I, they're not going to keep people from drinking at the World Cup. Get out of here, These soccer man. fans get Budweiser rowdy. the sponsor, but we're going to keep people from drinking. Come on. <laughs> That's why these countries are different than America. They don't embrace it. I mean, we, we give sporting events titles like the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. We, yeah. I mean, we endorse it. We embrace it. Yeah. Get boozed up. Go celebrate your Capital. team. Anybody yeah. Could watch you Tennessee have, and Alabama last week? Could you guys you imagine was, sitting through a whole soccer game sober, first of all? I just yeah, I just want to point that, that out there. That's rough. In four Listen, hours man, we in, had, we had a zero team to here. zero. <laughs> we had a team here in Yukon, Oklahoma, a semi-pro team for a while. And 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 they put on a a I mean, these people would show up. Now there was only about 20 of them. But they showed up every weekend dressed in their colors, singing when they got out of the car. They were drunk when they got in the parking lot. They were drunk when they left. I mean, that's the only way you can watch that. America. Yeah, I mean, anything that ends in a tie is automatically crap. That's not America. We win here. You play to win the game. Herm Edwards said it the best. Any soccer deal, (laughs) anything that, that ends in a tie, I'm out. I'm out. Put over. I mean, they ought to. The shootout deal ought to be mandatory. Is that in? Let me tell you. Is that in World Cup, or can they still end in ties? Because I'm not watching it till somebody declares a win. We need better scores than one nil. Any sport that uses the word nil, I'm pretty much out of. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Yeah, the word nil is automatic. Automatic beacon that says don't watch this. It's crazy. That says there's way too high of a probability for there to be zero. They got a special word for it. They like zeros. Soccer big up there, Morgan, on campus. Yeah, our women's soccer team is like one of the best teams on campus. No big deal. Yeah. I have a a football coach question for you, coach. Um, During the regular season, padded practices for all players shall be limited to a total of 14, 11 of which must be held during the first 11 weeks of the regular season and three of which must be held during the remaining six weeks of the regular season. Is football bad because you can't wear pads at practice anymore? Is that why we're seeing so much bad football, bad execution by uh, as far as tackling and in the trenches? Ah, wow, man, that's a good question. I will tell you this. The game has changed. It's changed a lot. Um, you know, we we played on Thursday, and there was a lot of, you know, I, tackling is a, I don't want to say a lost art, but it is something that is, try, we, you know, we, we try to teach it. We teach, uh, you know, I don't say we try to teach it. We do teach it, but getting kids to do it correctly and do it right, um, and, and the version of correctly has changed, you know? I mean, we were we were talking about this the other day. You know, the head across the body and run your feet on tackling, you know, in the in the concussion era, it, it's it's changed and, and people call it different things, gator roll, hawk tackling, and you know, there's different drills for it, but it's you know, the game has changed so much. Um it's not the same game it was. The padded practices are limited by the by, here in Oklahoma by the OSSAA. 
Uh, temperatures now are regulated. All of these things have come into effect with the, the concussion era. Um, yeah, I will, I will tell you, you know, and, and again, this sounds like an old war story, but I, I will tell you the number of concussions that, that are reported, you know, now are, 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 are through the roof and, and, and what is considered a concussion has changed. And and kids know that, players know that. But yes, I I will tell you, I think that there is a direct correlation. And I will say today's kid is different. I mean, and I'm not saying that in any negative connotations, but kids are different. The game is different. And so, yes, uh padded practices being limited do does add to the fact of of, of a, a poor product and poor tackling because you know th- things have changed. Things are different in the, in the concussion era. I mean, the more you tackle, the better you get at it, right? So the well, less in, reps you have, the worse you're going to be. In theory, yes. Um, you know, if if you see a good tackling team, that is a good team. Uh, that's why you know, and and kids from an early age, especially elementary kids, you know, they they play a a, a watered down version of a sport, and where you have one or two athletes on a team that can really physically dominate uh, other kids. And they, and they learn that at an early age, and some of them never grow out of that. So the, the slinging and the, the, you know, trying to, trying to you know, run over things, it, it, it just it, it catches up. Kids catch up. Good athletes catch up when you get to the high school and specifically in college level because, you know, once you get to college, there's nobody on the team that doesn't deserve or earn or have the skill to be on the team or they wouldn't be on the team. There's no, there's no guy at the end of the bench. That's, that's, that's the water boy. That third string guy impressed somebody along the way to be able to be on the team. So when you're watching college sports, it's a little bit different, you know, but high school, um, (laughs) you know, there is a guy on the team that, that is on the team because he's Jimmy try hard and everybody likes him. That still happens. Doesn't happen in college, so Rudy, there's, Rudy. A, there's a little bit of a difference, you know. Um, not a lot of Rudy's walking around the world anymore, and if there are, that's short lived because number one, people aren't made that way anymore. I mean, they nope. just kind of, you know, and they find a way to 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 weed them because that guy's taking up a spot for somebody else, and the name of and the that game coach's is job is on the line yes. every game. Yeah, yeah playing much for more. cash. Yeah, you're no much matter more. What guy's level playing you're to keep his job. Wins Much and more losses of a business matter. Now. Unlike soccer, yep. wins and losses matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need the next. We need the next RPO or the next Wildcat. We need some kind of offensive revolution. Make, well, and, make and, football. and it's become such an offensive game. I mean, you guys see this every week. I mean, Jordan, you probably, you guys really, um, you watch the game, and it's literally they're running go routes. And if you're not catching the ball with a deep pass, it's a pass interference of some sort. I mean, they've they've some of the things have gotten out of hand. Um, you know, football's a physical game. We we last week we we saw what Tom Brady and the flags that went on and the big topic about the conversation there. I mean, um, and and then Aikman got in trouble because he said, "What take the skirts <laughs> off or something take like the skirts that?" Skirts off, yeah, yeah. Which which I thought was was amazing. I mean. You know, there's a guy on local sports talk here that talks about the sissification of the game, and he's right. The game has watered down a lot, and it's just a different game. It's just a different. So, 
you have to change your mindset from what you're accustomed to watching back in the day because it's just not that way anymore. Got to innovate. This guy. It looks a lot different than when you were playing linebacker in college <laughs> on coach. Yeah. Well, it, it you're it's a lot. It's just a whole different uh, thought process with with you know as far as schemes and stuff. And and I will say I will tr- credit you know gap you know kids have kids have gotten better. Nutrition's gotten better in the high school level. Weight programs have gotten better in the high school level. If you don't have a quality weight program at a school above a a two A school in Oklahoma, you're not winning anything. I mean, off season has become a deal. And, and and it wasn't always that way. You know, when when I when I was a kid, the off season, there was truly an off season. Now you had those athletes that wanted to go to the next level that that made it a year-round deal, but you know, kids playing, you know, specializing and stuff, that's a real thing. Yeah. I was just going to say I don't want to get this way too off the trash because I know <laughs> you got a lot, but that that when they started with the specializing just play one sport it, yeah, I don't like that at all for kids. Yeah. I think they should just play whatever they want to play. Yeah, yeah. We well, talked to Coach the problem, Smith about the that. The problem a while ago. is this, Chris: is each one of them take up so much. You know that that kids want to be good, and it's rare that a kid. You know, I mean, it just. I don't know. It there's so much now in the off season with the AAU stuff and the and you know all of these travel ball tournaments and things like that. I mean. I'll tell you next week. I'm going to Des Moines, Iowa. Why am I going there? Well, my son's wrestling in a tournament there. I mean, y- you know, and 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 we're gonna go down a path here. But you know, you go to Iowa and you wrestle people when you can beat everybody around here. Can he? No. So we're getting a road trip out of it. But whatever. <laughs> Morgan, are you diversifying your athletic portfolio? Or are you just playing softball? Or are you playing other sports as well? Like in high school, I used to play volleyball, basketball, and then I'd do like golfing every once in a while because it's just like a pastime. But like my main thing is softball and like my coaches here, they're like, if you aren't 100% in softball, you're not going to be able to play. At her level, you have to be. You, you can't. Yeah. Once you get past high school and you're getting paid, and that's how they see it, is it not, Morgan? They see yeah. it as we're paying you to play here and this is your job. That's mm-hmm. what people don't understand. And she can probably testify to this. It's a full-time job to play college athletics. Even yeah. at whatever level you're playing, at, is it not? How much yeah, like- how many hours a day do you spend practicing in study hall or doing something that's softball related? Uh, yeah, a commitment for softball. Like 5 hours a day. Plus and classes. Then you have school. And then you add then school. you have to go to school. Plus classes. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I mean, also have a job, right? Because like no time. You don't the no. the university isn't cutting you a check. You're not on an NIL deal, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yet, 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 yet. yet. Keyword, yet. Which yep. that's a yet. whole. We could take that into the deep end of the pool really quick, but you know, I mean, the people don't understand, and that's the difference. Once you get to the college collegiate level, they're they're paying you, and they feel like they own your time. So your schedule is probably made for you, is it not, Morgan? I mean, like for the most part, like the, from this time to this time is weights. From this time to this time is practice. Your coaches line it out, right? Yeah, like today I have pitching from like ten thirty to twelve. Yeah, 
no doubt. Yeah, you got to remember to practice pitching for yeah. sure. And it's not the season. You're not in season. This, this, no, we're, this we're is we're in off season. season. This is yeah. fall. This yep. isn't spring. <laughs> What's the average attendance at uh, your uh, your home games? Like, if you look in the stands, are you selling out stadiums? I mean, this is we're not. What division is this here? It's NAI. It's like NAI. Okay. Yeah, like our level is kind of. We play JUCO. We play D threes. Yeah. We play D twos. Yeah, like. I played at an NAIA not, school that was trying to get to a D2, and, and, and we, we got beat by the best. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's this uh, other college, their Morningside. They were D2, but they had to get brought back down because they kept getting beat. But now yeah. at this level, they're number one. They've been number one for like five years straight now. Right. But Well, that is awesome, man. And, and, and that's you just know, NIA. Uh, NIA. Uh, NAIA. So, NAIA. NAIA. So, NCAA Division One. your Oklahoma Sooners, uh, it doesn't change. The, no, these well, that's kids a, don't have that's what time. I was just it's a full-time deal. Whether you're at the University of Oklahoma playing softball or Morningside, or Briarcliff. NAIA or Briarcliff, <laughs> they expect the same thing of you time frame-wise. Do that. I mean, yep. it's, it, that doesn't change. Whether you're playing yep. in front of 700 on a Tuesday or you're playing in front of 7,000, the commitment's the same. Yeah. And that's what they expect. How many hours do you take a, 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 this semester, Morgan? Like credit hours? Hmm? I'm doing 17 credits. Good gosh. Yeah. So you're in classes all day and, in, and in, at night, too. I'm surprised she's not in class right now. Wow. It's Saturday. <laughs> oh, listen, man! You need to get rid of that dude you're with and get with this hero I got over here coming. with the bad I hair. I knew that you, was you coming. Could really line him out. Man. <laughs> you could really, anyhow. Moving on. Yeah, if he could. We only bring the best in the Patriots sports. <laughs> well, if, if that doesn't work out, I found some passive income. Uh, you just have to not get caught like this guy. Man pleads guilty to phishing scheme that fleeced Facebook oh. and Google. Out of $100 million. I'm so pissed I didn't think what? of this one. Um, a Lithuanian man pleaded guilty. It feels like it should be pled. Guilty <laughs> late last week to bilking Google and Facebook out of more than $100 million in an elaborate scheme involving a fake company, fake emails, and fake invoices. An indictment unsealed by the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York last week. The Department of Justice alleged that Evaldis, who boy, Rimasukas, and other unnamed co-conspirators impersonated the Taiwan-based hardware manufacturer Quanta Computer, with which both tech companies do business by setting up a company in Latvia with the same name using a myriad of forged invoices, contracts, letters, corporate stamps, and general confusion created by corporate doppelganger. They successfully bamboozled Google and Facebook into paying tens of millions of dollars in fraudulent bills from 2013 to 2015. The payments were wired to bank accounts controlled by Rimasukas, which he subsequently laundered through several other bank accounts through Latvia, Cyprus, Slovakia, Lithuania, Hungary, and Hong Kong. It sounds like where my Bitcoin goes when I deposit it to my book. <laughs> uh, the 50-year-old who was extradited to New York in 2017 pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud on Wednesday and agreed to forfeit $49.7 million. He could face up to 30 years in prison, which he will face up to 30 years in prison, uh, when he is sentenced on July 24th. He just made a fake company, sent bills, and they were like, yep, that looks right, for two years, and just paid. 
like it's like the subscriptions that you don't realize you're paying for, but on a much larger scale. That's, How much money do you have to have to lose forty nine million and not even realize it? That's well, no, Jordan, look, is that kind of is that how true serum rolls? I shit, I wish. That sounds like a John bank account to me. <clears throat> yeah. We gotta ask John how to how to we gotta build ask John how that feels. Company. He's another guy. Well, we would ask show. him, but he's, he's we would ask him, but he's traveling London. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna he's say he's abroad. probably in a some kind of foreign country sipping some uh exotic wine right now hey he's he's got to move that money from from country to country right isn't that how it works yeah i really thought you were going to go different with this story i thought you were going to talk about the the guys down i mean i'm gonna let me tell you this is a big story down here two guys entered a fishing tournament and they oh, they yeah, literally that. fed a fed I, these fish that they caught a bunch of lead weights and weighed them in and then won the tournament with the with the heavy fish because they fed yep. them a bunch of lead weights you, and they did you had see been, that Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's where that was going as well. One hundred percent. Hey, that's They'd a huge deal, man. <clears throat> They're throwing those guys off the side of the planet. If we had a square globe, <laughs> I'm telling you, they would throw them off the edge, man. Down oh, here, they are hanging me, them up. Really, me, just me wanting and, to get them. Me and Coach here fishing, and uh, we definitely do not think anything electronics related. There's only one <laughs> fishing around here down south. <laughs> it's yeah. with the goddamn bare hands. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, these guys, these guys, man, they're wanting their head on a platter for this. I mean, they, oh, I'm surprised they, they, they didn't cheated get in a fishing tournament, spot. dude. You when can they do cut a lot those... of things, but you can't cheat in a fishing tournament around here. Uh, no, you, you want to talk about fishing on a deal? That's exactly right, <laughs> dude. They're when... lucky it's 2022 and not 82 because oh, of 82 they, they might have <laughs> hung them. Oh, they might they might have shot them on sight. Let me tell you, man, they fed fish lead weights. I mean, now you got to put some thinking into that. Yep. In uh, they just had their boat taken away. Two yeah. men involved in the recent Lake Erie walleye oh, trail yeah. cheating scandal are facing charges in the Cuyahoga County Court of Common Pleas after one of the men had their boat seized in Hermitage. Hermitage? I don't know. Chase prosecuted. Chase Kaminsky, 35 of Hermitage and, Hermitage, and Jacob Runyon, 42, just a couple of pieces of absolute fucking garbage, <laughs> uh, were charged of cheating, attempted grand theft, possessing criminal tools, and unlawful ownership of wild animals. That feels like a charge they just threw on there so they could drop <laughs> it and say they dropped something. According to an announcement from the Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office, the charges stem from an incident on September 30th at the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament in Cleveland when the tournament director, Jason Fitcher, determined the walleyes caught by Runyon and Kaminsky were too heavy for the walleye sizes. That's the thing. Like, these guys are catching walleyes all the time. Anybody who goes fishing on a regular basis can look at a fish and tell you what it weighs. Like, you can show me a 30-inch walleye, I will tell you that fish weighs about 10 pounds. If you tell me that fish weighs 14 pounds, I'm going to say, no, you have shoved 8-ounce 12 ounce and uh you know two ounce weights down its gullet and possibly some walleye fillets um that's what these guys did when they cut these fish open they had walleye fillets big half pound weights quarter pound weights <laughs> like a fish hey. fillets i love it turns Listen. out fish clean and eat their own fish i don't fish are down there with fucking fillet knives filleting up other fish before they eat them <laughs> I don't claim to be the smartest man in the world, but I'm willing to bet that if we kick some rocks, we'd find a pretty, 
pretty heavy trail towards the meth. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's, there's got to be some meth involved here. Dude, have you noticed? I've watched some Northwoods Law. I've noticed if somebody is poaching animals and yeah. they have a giant freezer full of venison hey, and there's hey, antlers there's all reason, over the place, that There's a reason a why serial killers start out with animals. I'm just saying. It's weird. Yep. It's something about poachers and meth. Probably because you're up late at night. Well, it's a great I mean, late night activity, that, killing deer out of season. That gum sure could be a good start. I'm just saying. If you're wrapping, if you're wrapping lead weights with paleo fish, yeah, we and, find and some. getting them right. ready for yeah. tomorrow. They're you're pulling, on meth. You, you do that at three in the morning. Yeah, you, they had to be out there on the boat doing it, catching I the fish. I promise you, that's somebody who had a shopping list at Walmart by themselves in the middle of the night, and they weren't buying Fucking groceries. Guys. <laughs> pulling eight dollars in change out of a freshwater fish like it's a <laughs> that's Jim, that's a couple of guys who stripped the battery or two for lithium your phone over here <laughs> uh had runyon and kaminsky won the tournament which hosted fishermen from several surrounding states all of whom were furious uh they would have received a grand prize of twenty eight thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars uh these guys have been Winning fishing tournaments for a couple years now, though. I read somewhere they, they've <laughs> sure pulled they in have. a couple hundred grand. And there's no way it's... And they've been... One of them failed a lie detector once after they won a tournament. Oh. Like These guys have been under scrutiny for a while. How, how reliable is a lie detector at a fishing tournament? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess... <laughs> I'm I guess a fisherman. It's not I lie. I don't, I don't understand who thought that was a good idea, but how would you like to be standing at the back when they... They cut the gullets of those open and found a bunch of lead weights. Yeah, I bet it was probably oh. like a some kind of uh, some kind of revolutionary war scene where everybody just turned their head and went, "Oh, traitor! You, you man! I bet that was ugly. I bet there was. Uh, I bet those guys couldn't get in the old F one fifty and get out of there fast enough. Oh, hey, man. Jordan, let's let's just pretend me and you are at this fish and we've done this. <laughs> and and we know they've got the knife out there about to cut these fucking bellies. George, are we filling the guts? Like, oh, it was a joke, guys. I don't <laughs> know how you're like, not how are you trying to get out of that. I, uh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. And then it's just a cloud of dust yeah, and, 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 and spray and gravel. <laughs> I'm 100% with Coach on this. I'm, I'm trying to duck out and get the hell out oh. of Dodge before yeah. everybody is- comes from my head. There is no way in the world you sat there and watched that happen in front of you. You got to yeah. be gone. I just, you got to be out of there. I tell you're everybody not, I got a soccer game to watch sober. Just yeah. out. They they pull, there's they pull a out fucking the gun knife. in every truck. They there's a gun in the every truck knife. in that gotta, parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to be spraying gravel to get your ass out of there. They pull out the fillet knife. It's over. Gigs yeah. up. You lost. Hey, yeah. hey, Morgan, for you, this let's just, we could wrap our, is anybody corking their bat at Briarcliff? Because that's what this is. This is Sammy Sosa. Oh, this is a cool bat. bat all, cork everywhere, all over the fucking infield. No. <laughs> this, is, this is straight somebody taking a, a, a softball and, uh, you know, taking a wiffle ball and painting it as a softball and throwing it in there. This is, that's what yeah. this is. This is ugly. Yep. Crazy. This week. All right. This week went off the rails. Go ahead. What's the next topic? <laughs> all right, guys. I gotta. You got Sorry, go I gotta. Practice. I gotta go. Yeah. Hey, all Morgan, right. Come back. One of her many. One of her. We're talking about practice. practice. Yeah, I gotta yep. go. Hey, you tell your coach you got a media obligation with a mega, mega sports. Uh, I'm with the coach, yeah. baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. Enjoy practice. your Saturday. We will talk to you soon. 
All right. Thank you, All guys. Right, keep Have that plan fun. B on simmer. This week's sign of the apocalypse, uh, slap fighting was unanimously approved by the Nevada State Athletic Commission on Tuesday and will be a licensed athletic competition in Nevada. Slap fighting is a growing sport. I mean, that's a stretch. Where two fighters, also a stretch, take turns slapping each other in the face and seeing who can last the longest. That's it. That's the whole sport. Uh, the plan is to make the Russell it instruction Russell it rule set. Boy, I don't, I've Ruta never seen Bega. that word before. <laughs> it says uh, and Rabu. structures, so I'm going to assume it it means uh, rula raga. Not going to work here anymore. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be like the MMA like with Carey. medical. <laughs> <laughs> Medical requirements, uh, weight classes, and matchmaking. UFC Chief Business Officer Hunter Campbell gave a presentation of the new league to commissioners. Oh, so this is a Dana White yeah, production. No, no, I saw where Dana White is. This is like a real thing. Like he's going to buy it, and like it's it's a. Didn't he already buy it? Did I did I miss that? Uh, Dana White's Power Slap League gets yes. approval from Nevada yes. Commission. It's First a real thing. Plan for 2022. <laughs> I read this for about two seconds and thought, "What are we doing? This is oh, this looks like something." I, I, I feels like idiocracy. This. Hey, Jordan like got an in on this. in China. Jordan yeah, got this, an in on the sport. This is like yeah. uh, this is a thing around where I'm from, and uh, I, I don't know how like official or anything it is, or if they're really competing or if it's just a bunch of rednecks, you know, getting liquored up and slapping each other. But it's yeah, I've seen some of this. Well, and it's, it's pretty fucking awesome. I gotta saying. tell you, man this this ain't a redneck sport because let me tell you how that ends on the redneck side of this. It ends with one slap and people scratching gravel. That's how this works. Ain't nobody getting in a slap fight here in in, in Oklahoma. It, see, I don't know about Oklahoma, but definitely in Arkansas. I I know uh, a couple now, of good old boys who are doing it. This looks like a women deal to me. Hey, no Dana offense. White, when Dana White makes it a league, like it's probably going to work. Well, and and there's got to be a following, or he wouldn't be buying a league for it. But I I think this this looks to me like some overseas something, like something I'd watch late at night on YouTube that, that came from some other country. I don't, that's wild. And people I mean, just slap each other. Huh? I yeah, mean, you, you ever, it. you ever sit around as a kid and like trade punches with your buddies? Like, I, it's similar, man. You know, yeah. like it's, it's, I, I think it's entertaining. I, I will I, uh, absolutely watch. Some I would slap to, really hard. Well, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta have to shit out of more research. Other. I've never seen this, but I, I don't know how this doesn't end up in a full blown fight. I don't I feel like I feel like if you watch one just like match of this, you'll just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is all Maybe right. Maybe I need to so. Yeah, yeah. Sit down go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, coach. yeah, give it a chance. <laughs> give it a chance. Uh let's update the Brett Favre thing before we get out of here. Oh, <laughs> oh Brett. <laughs> if you ask him, he's been smeared by the media regarding his <laughs> alleged involvement in the $77 million Mississippi wrong. State welfare scandal. Uh, this was money from the TANF fund that was designated to go to the poorest people in the poorest state in the country. Um, they bought be- speedboats and whores instead. <laughs> TANF really? stands for Temporary Assistance to Needy Families. 19.4% poverty rate in Mississippi. Highest in the country. Um, we went over the text messages with Nancy New and some other things last time. His text about getting money and 
how to get things approved and if anyone could find out how much money he was pocketing. Turns out, yes, everyone. Um, <laughs> New operated the Mississippi Community Education Center, which controlled $60 million in temporary assistance for needy families that Davis transferred to her nonprofit through MDHS. On January 2nd, 2019, MDHS is May 2022 complaint says far of hosting a meeting between Nancy new, her son, Zachary new John Davis and retired WWE wrestler, Teddy DiBiase jr. Quote for the purpose of explaining a stock sales pitch <laughs> principally de- delivered by van Landingham, who was some kind of nerd oh, they brought my. with to, to new and Davis concerning a substantial stock investment in Prevacus. <laughs> Um, Prevacus is some kind of uh, pharmaceutical that Favre was getting involved with. <laughs> you, you, uh, you've already the, got me with the million dollar man is in here. The million dollar man, yeah. Ted DiBiase, is in here, and his kid. No, it's his boy. Yeah, his boy. The, so, so, so the million dollar man's kid is in on a Ponzi scheme or something. Come on, man, this yeah, right yeah. itself. Favre just think, thought that T A and F stood for "That's all now, Favre's." That was the that was the. Confusion. That's all now, Favre's. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh man. God damn, that's a T-shirt. That's a that's a T-shirt, Jordan. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think DiBiase has this um, Prevacus. And Favre is like, hey, I know where we can get some money. I got this Nancy new lady. He texted him. Uh, she has strong connections and gave me five million for the volleyball facility via grant money. Offer her whatever you feel like. Favre allegedly told Van Landingham in a late 2018 text message. According to messages Mississippi Today reported earlier this year, Mississippi Today has a whole timeline of when everything uh, went down. And they really lay it out well. Yeah, the million dollar man got him for two point one million dollars in in poor people's funds. Wow. Um, the DiBiase's then copped a plea, him and his son, no charges, uh, <laughs> to be rich. Every, <laughs> every part of this just flashed back to the eighties WWF days, where he's he's standing there in the middle of the ring and he's like slapping little kids that are from the Make a Wish Foundation, saying everybody's got a price. You. <laughs> Be, so, meanwhile, his buddy Virgil's just uh, yeah. tried to sell autographs over Absolutely. on the, uh, the sideline. I don't know if you guys know anything yeah. about him, but he's, oh, yeah. he does any event you can put in front of any, him to make anything a to bucks. make a buck. Yeah, yeah. Can't get any of that far fun. That's <clears throat> ridiculous. Yeah, oh, you're you're hundred percent right, man. That's that's straight up '80s wrestling uh, script. So good, far man. Barb is trying his hardest to stay relevant in a bad way. I mean, yeah, just go away and be retired and be a legend. Don't try to mess it up. You know, stop muddying it, the waters. Correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. He got busted because of some like cell phone records or some texts, right? Wasn't there something like that? Yeah. Like, what? Well, why has nobody just taken Brett Favre's damn cell phone away from him? It is clear he can't handle that responsibility, right? Yeah, it's that, been a problem since the advent of the cell phone for him. Yeah, well, just don't it, mix. It's not new. I, I just he. Yeah, it's not new, Jordan. Is it? this this problem isn't new? It, it's changed. It's evolved, yep. but it's not new. <laughs> they yeah. got you know yeah. he was 
This happened back when he was with the Jets. Wasn't he sending yep. text messages? Absolutely. To yeah, Jen Sturgeon. Oh, man. Texts are real, got man. A whole... That's documentation. Get a guy. We talk about it. Call up KD and learn about a burner account, bro. Like, yeah, burner. Got to do yeah. better, Brett. Yeah. This He's, is the epitome of ne- like any attention is good attention, even negative attention. He's yeah. like a fucking four year old. <laughs> he just needs to no go away. Shit. And he's been doing this for a while. Um, this goes back to his Favre for Hope charity, which was a charity founded by Brett and Deanna Favre. The foundation supports charities that provide support to underserved and disabled children and breast cancer patients. It feels like he just threw and breast cancer patients on the end because it would have more money coming in. Um, <laughs> he was taking money from Favre for Hope for you know the underserved disabled kids and the cancer patients and donating that to the booster clubs of his daughter's high school in $35,000, $60,000 chunks. Like anybody who gave to these organizations didn't give money to improve the Southern Miss volleyball situation. Yes, somehow that was going back to his pocket too, or a percentage of it was. I saw one text that said, I don't know about you, but my goals take home 20 million. Like, dude... Oh, he's uh, a, he's be, the ultimate. Uh, don't meet your heroes. <laughs> Jordan, you, t- you're not doing this to better a volleyball. Like you're not putting your entire life and career and name and brand on the line to, to help a fucking volleyball facility in Mississippi. So they're getting huge chunks of money of this. They have to. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Absolutely. I gotta feel- it seems like the risk to reward is just a little lopsided here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, that, like- that Jordan Belfort situation, worst case scenario, he gets thrown into a minimum security, you know, facility and lives like a king for two years before going back out and conning somebody else. Yep. <laughs> that was billions though. This is, I don't know. It just seems like it's a- the same deal. It's the same deal. Yeah. It is. It, and, it just and, seems and, like not a very big amount of money to to throw your entire life when you're such a public figure like yeah. that. Well, yeah. And it go. Let's be honest. It goes back to the the general Joe Schmo doesn't care about white collar crime. They don't. Yeah. They don't care. No, no, it's true. Until it we don't understand them. it. Until you well, unless you involve like some some politicians that aren't liked, and then it gets bigger. But yeah. But does it? I mean, you telling me that, uh, yeah. that right now on a national stage, everybody's up in arms because of the the warrants and things that are being flung around, just like wallpaper that 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 the government uh, you know is doing that people are all in. I mean, I don't want if don't get left, but nobody nobody's hmm. up in arms over that. If there's no. any time in America that you're gonna have a a money laundering scandal with a state like Mississippi it's now because it's the midterms we we I got mean, one everything's dominating the news that it isn't what? that we got mm-hmm. one going Pretty on much. here in Oklahoma over a barbecue joint at a tourism place i mean you can't make it up it's happening <laughs> oh Anyhow. good i was wondering how we'd get barbecue on this up well let me tell you hey the best thing that <laughs> happened this week in Oklahoma was a governmental debate and the the challenger versus the guy that's running again and she said to him in the debate, we can't even trust you with barbecue. 
and 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 everybody, it was the mic drop in this moment. I don't even, I don't like either one of them, but I'm telling you, I just wanted to stand up and start clapping. I'm like, that wait, that was that was harsh. So anyhow, that'll win an election for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Down there, damn sure will on it. Yeah, that hey, tell right. me about the speaking of meth. What about these four adult men that went on a bicycle ride in Oklahoma, ended yeah, up at a scrapyard, and now they're finding their dismembered bodies in a river? Is that something happening with that, brother? Have you heard I mean, anything? I, I honestly don't know anything about that, but I can tell you that <laughs> sounds like a South Oklahoma City Friday night. I mean, that happens every weekend. <laughs> don't ride your bicycle into people's places you don't know. That, that ain't how it works around here. <clears throat> they Yikes. got fences for reasons. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't go find yourself at the bottom of the river. Hey, I, I'm going to tell you right now, man, that's a, you don't jack around with people's land. You don't just start nosing around where you don't belong. They couldn't even identify him until they got to the fourth trash bag. Well, and and, they were cut up so small. Well, and let me tell you, man, I mean, the farther South you go, the more strict the punishment is on something like that. It's just not something that you do. Shout out to Idabel. Yeah. Idabel America. You don't you don't leave your property after dark unless you got a specific destination and then you go back. That's that's yep. that's how it works. It's been like that. It's the sooner state. People have always been get off my goddamn. This is mine. <laughs> I mean, people put sooner up kill you than they will yell at you. Yeah, they, yeah. They, hey, they, yeah. when the sheriffs show up out in Logan County, they want one fucking side of this story. Don't let there be two when I show up. So get yeah. the job done, and that's how we'll roll. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's uh, it's definitely always good when there's only one side being told. I didn't see it in church on Sunday. That's it. See church on Sunday. That's right. Yep. <laughs> oh, this man. is an interesting story. We'll uh, end on this one. We lost the great and beautiful Angela Lansbury recently. Rest in peace to the teacup and uh, murder she wrote and all her other lovely memories that she's left on our television screens. Um, back in the day, she was living in LA and obviously um, rich and famous. And she had teenage kids. Um, and these kids were mixed up with some dirty hippies. Then her kids started stealing things from around the house and it was clear they were uh, using drugs and, and uh, up to no good. So she says, we have to get the kids out of here. Um, What did she say? She said there were factions up in the Hills above Malibu that were dedicated to deadly pursuits. Boy, that's just how Angela Lansbury would tell you that there was a bunch of crackheads around. There were factions up in the Hills above Malibu that were dedicated to deadly pursuits um as a result she said she told her husband peter shaw that they had to quote leave california at which point they upped sticks and moved the family to a house i found in county cork um she was drawn to ireland because it was the birthplace of her mother and it was somewhere where her children wouldn't be exposed to any more bad influences influences Um, She said, I refused all work for a year and simply kept the house. I bought Elizabeth David's books and learned how to cook properly. It was a wonderful time in my life. So the kids get off drugs. Everybody's doing great. Happily ever after. Turns out those dirty hippies, Charles Manson. Kids were hanging out with dirty hippies. 
Yep. Anytime your kids are hanging out with dirty hippies, they were about I to be swept up into the Manson Ranch. And that's a deep end of the pool, but gosh, anytime you, your kids are getting mixed up with dirty hippies, I think you got to question your parenting strategy. So uh, good for not her. just dirty hippies, bro. That was Charles Manson <laughs> and his band of uh, what the fuck they were. The but dirtiest of all- hippies. <laughs> He doesn't differentiate Charles Manson from any other hippies. Yeah, <laughs> there's Manson a hippies. gap. I feel yeah, like what? there's a gap. It's like we're all talking between, about the same thing here. What between I mean, the potheads and Charles I mean, Manson? You could there, say there's a, a gap, but it's a slippery slope of evil, my man. You go down that road. Next thing you know, you got you got things in the Look. freezer with two legs instead of four. You're run of the mill hippie. He's just early stage Manson. That's all it is. <laughs> he hasn't hit Dahmer yet. That's all he is. Man. I mean, <laughs> you go down that road, man. They call it a gateway drug for a reason, brother. Oh my goodness, we can't support that kind of thinking on Patriot Sports Radio. <laughs> I knew you Thank guys. Thank you, everyone, on board for listening. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> that was. Thank you, everyone, guys. for listening. We truly do appreciate well, it. Thank you, Jordan, for stopping by. Uh, why don't you give us your social medias and so forth? Tell us where the people can find you and Truth Serum Fantasy Football. Yeah, man, find me everywhere: True Serum Football, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter at True Serum FF, and definitely check out all the articles on both TrueSerumFootball.com and uh, PatriotSportsNow.com as well. Thanks for having me, fellas. Hey, thanks, thanks for being for on, joining man. us. That was awesome, come back. Yeah. Oh, he'll be back. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media, maybe send in a five-star review. Did I read this one already from David J. Owens, who said, great job, guys. Keep it up. I'm not sure, but we did keep it up and we will continue to. So it's really an evergreen review. Uh, Make sure you set your alarms for the Football Super Podcast on Saturday mornings at 730. And then we're right back Sunday mornings at 730 for Wake and Rake. The only podcast with the audacity to go live at 7.30 in the morning because we know once you wake up, it's time to talk about football. Head over to PatriotSportsNow.com, the greatest website of all time, where we have podcasts, articles coming out all the time. There's a forum on that website. We can talk about all things sports and sports adjacent, all kinds of stuff over there. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.